Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach over the noon hour. Of course, Nebraska has made three coaching hires. Mark Whipple is the new offensive coordinator. Donovan Riola, the new offensive line coach. Mickey Joseph was the first as wide receiver coach. And we bring in now Jack Pierce, the guy that recruited Mickey Joseph to Nebraska back in the the late 80s, 1988 to uh, 1991. Hi, Jack. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Um, Tell me about that. By the way, longtime friend, known Jack for years. He was uh, a Tom Osborne assistant, known as one of the great recruiters of all time in Nebraska football (laughs) history. Uh, And you recruited Louisiana a lot. Uh, But what was the recruitment of Mickey Joseph like? Well, it's it's good. He had a great family. Uh, His mom and dad were hardworking people. And uh, they kind of listened uh, more to what we were going to do with him academically and uh, as well as football. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So – he was a parade all American. He was he was one of the best recruits in the entire country. Uh, how did you get him to Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, I'd like heck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, actually, I think Tom was the one that that kind of closed the deal. We were on our, our trip down there to visit with his family, and we had to fly through Chicago. And uh, to go to New Orleans. And um, Tom actually picked up a Chicago paper. And Notre Dame was one of the schools recruiting Mickey. And uh, uh, they uh, had just signed in the paper, Mm -hmm. Chicago paper, a six foot four quarterback drop back passer. So Tom bought the paper down with him on the trip him and I were together and he said, here's what are they going to do? Are they going to be a drop back team? And are they going to be a, a, an option team with you? And, uh, that kind of put a seed in Mickey's mind. That's Notre Dame did that all the time. Yeah. Though. You know, they were the, they were the recruiting, get all the top 25 yeah. great all Americans. And, uh, never, never thought about, uh, how how they how they fit offensively yeah. with defense. One of the things about Mickey Joseph is it might help Nebraska get back into New Orleans. You recruited New Orleans at a very high level. Not only Mickey Joseph, but Leroy Etienne, uh, Reggie Cooper was from New Orleans. Uh, Nebraska, uh, Neil Smith, certainly a New Orleans guy. How big would it be for Nebraska to get back into that state? I I have always thought. Is it is it Tom asked me the question. Yeah. Yep. That was me. Oh, Tom got it. I, yeah. I, I, uh, that's, that, that's a good one because I have always thought that, uh, 
you get a, a, a player that's highly, highly recruited, highly uh, ranked uh, from Louisiana, you've got somebody that's going to play hard all the time. Look at LSU once they started <clears throat> recruiting in state. They got, they got to be, they got that kind of kids. You know what um, I mean? Um. So, uh, so that's, you know, they, they're well. They they learn early. They uh, have very good discipline in terms of uh, either a single parent or or a two parent family, like Mickey was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they understand uh, uh, about discipline. Yeah. We're talking with uh, Jack Pierce, longtime Husker assistant under Tom Osborne. Uh, what was Tom like as a recruiter? Because we think of him as a little bit dry. <laughs> how good no, of, no, no, no. How good of, he of, of was? Uh, he was the guy you brought in near the end because he could close the deal. Uh, he's he's very good with his facts, graduation rates, and and things like that. If that was important to a parent, uh, Tom had all the info for uh, them. You know, it's just uh, I was the guy dancing around the room in the kitchen <laughs> having a beer with the old man. Uh, you know, it wasn't listening to that. Uh, give me some of those. Uh, you have so many great recruiting stories. Give me one that's kind of your favorite or among your favorite uh, out Mickey recruiting. Mickey is. Is, is he? Well, okay, tell me the recruitment of t- Mickey Joseph. Because uh, there's that funny fence story. Like you couldn't, you had, you had. Uh, I had run out of visits at right, school. Right, 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 right. So I wanted to sign him at the house, but Mickey wanted to, wanted to sign in front of uh, in front of the school, the, the, his you know his classmates, mm, right, and teachers, and uh, so I couldn't go in the school. This is when coaches could actually bring the letter to the kid, uh. and uh, so Hank Tierney, his head coach, and I got together, and we found us. Uh, on the south side or the west side of Shaw, Archbishop Shaw yeah. was a park. So, uh, uh, and it wasn't too defined. So, so uh, Tierney put a fence up so that we could stay apart from each other. <laughs> and, uh, That's funny. And the paper over and get it signed. Yeah. That, you know, it's just like uh, uh, Broderick. Uh, Broderick Thomas. Yeah, Thomas uh, from Houston. I had run out of visits with him, and I had one left in the house. So I took it the whole night before signing day the next day so right. I could be there at 8. Well, that was common, right? Because you actually had to have the recruits sign it in person. There were no fax machines at that time. No, no. So you well, had yeah, don't put me back that far. <laughs> they had communication like that but at did, that time. Did they so were they allowed to fax in their letter of intent or did they have to sign it in front of you? No, you always wanted to be there to make sure. Yeah. yeah. I went to the I, I I actually signed six seven kids one year uh in Houston, Dallas, and New Orleans. Yeah. So I flew in a private plane from School uh, town to town or city to city, right. really want to call it. Yeah. Just to make it, it was cool back then, Tom. Mm. You could, uh, you know, like Coop. Uh, Coop went to Reggie Cooper. High, yeah, Reggie Cooper. Out of visits, parked the car across the street, and had him <laughs> sign on the hood. <laughs> yeah, but it happened to be a rental car, and it was a Cadillac. 
Time picky, the Times Picayune took a picture through the Cadillac insignia right. uh, at Reggie signing. Right. Uh, and the headlines read, I, I can't verbatim, what do you think Cooper got to go to Nebraska? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of different. Were you a part of the Turner Gill signing? Or, no, no was that th- was, uh, no, that was uh, Lance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there were stories that they had to hide him uh, away from the Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it, great recruiting story. You need to write a book, by the way, Jack. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, write. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get a ghostwriter for you, and uh, my hands don't my hands don't work very good anymore. What type of uh, a coach do you think that Mickey will be for Nebraska, Mickey Joseph? Uh, from what I found out from talking to old co- high school coaches down there. And uh, people that know Mick, uh, he'll be a great one. He yeah. will. He yeah. will. You know, I got to tell you guys, I said four, four, three or four years ago, Nebraska's going to have a tough time climbing back into, you know, on the national scene. Right. And I actually didn't think they could do it. When you get – a kid like Mickey Joseph that's got so many openings in a wide-open territory yeah. like Louisiana, he can just barnstorm the state, yeah. and everybody knows him. Everybody knows him, and his connections with LSU will play even a bigger role. Yeah. yeah, there was a story of Mickey Joseph, and I can't remember the receiver from Old Miss or Mississippi State, uh, that Ed Orgeron really wanted on signing day. And Mickey, according to Steve Sipple, and I'm sure, I think it was in the same article with you, uh, kept him on the phone for like four hours until four he, hours, fi- yeah. until he fi- turned around. Until he finally committed to LSU. Do you have stories like that? No, I didn't, I didn't use the phone much. I'd rather be in person. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I, I would call him every, at least once or twice a week. But more so on the road. I loved being on the road. There was two years there, uh, Tom, that I was on the road all the time. I had coached a position with the defensive backs, but Lance took care of that. And I went on the road in in everybody's uh, area, you know? Yep. We coached. Yeah. Yep, Jack Pierce, one of the great recruiters in Nebraska football history. Uh, thanks for the time. We appreciate it, Jack. Good stuff, as always. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jack Pierce, uh, longtime Nebraska assistant under Tom Osborne, part of that 60-2 and two run, or 60-3 and three run uh, back in the day. Uh, he tells a story about Broderick Thomas, Uh that it's it's one of the colder days in Nebraska history. Broderick's a, a Texas guy. Yeah. They're bringing him into the hangar, and he says, he tells the pilot, pull it into the hangar. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. 
break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Uh, <laughs> and then they get in to the, the car and they take him to the hotel and they take, he says, take it up. Up, up the ramp and let's get right out by the door yeah don't let him sit he'll feel this cold <laughs> he goes and he goes you guys are gonna need clothes uh it's usually very warm this time of year in nebraska uh but it's just for some reason there's a cold front at night it gets cold uh so he puts a bunch of coats on him he gets it signed i mean he was one of those guys that just got it done uh and some of the greatest recruits in nebraska football history but he's got a dozen of those stories uh being out on the road with tom osborne and uh he was a he was a big time closer. Tom Osborne was able to to close the deal and usually did it not necessarily always through the parent or for the, the through the players, but through the parents. He was able to sell the parents. Well, it's, really it was kind of cool to listen to him talk about Mickey Joseph too, because you you kind of when you hear Jack Pierce or those names that were on those Os- yeah. Osborne staffs, you just kind of hold them to a very you know a high regard, high level yeah. of respect for them, and then you know you kind of think about what Mickey Joseph's name means yeah. to LSU fans, and yeah. in that state, he says everybody knows him. Well, they should. Yeah. I mean, he helped them yeah. lead them to a national title as a wide receiver coach. He had one of the better yeah. units um, that they've ever had in school history. So um, you just you. you think that mickey joseph is really gonna bring a few louisiana targets yeah. with him and they've they've already offered a few yeah. guys that that are uh, ex lsu commands yeah. and known is a pretty good evaluator of talent sometimes that state produces uh, really good players that are not as well known as you know the five six a players uh because they play a two three a that type of thing uh, but there's some really good talent sometimes in the lower classes uh that get ignored uh, by the bigger schools like LSU. Uh, Nebraska is after a quarterback that does have connections with Mark Whipple. Mark Whipple, the new offensive coordinator. Um, apparently, they are bringing in uh, Chuba Purdy. Is it Chuba or Chuba? Because it was Chuba, it was Chuba Hubbard. Uh, That's right. <laughs> uh, the running back for Oklahoma State who now is in the NFL. So it could be Chuba, could be uh, Chuba. Uh, but uh, he is a four-star, played at Florida State, uh, started his career there, never saw the field, I don't believe, and now he's in the portal and uh, I think is scheduled for a visit uh, for Nebraska. Watch this video. The guy can really wing it. I mean, he's got uh, he's got a big arm. So that's one of the guys they're pursuing. They also have a quarterback uh, coming in, uh, I believe this weekend. Zach Gibson is his name. He's uh, He's from Akron. Uh, played this last year at Akron. Did not start. 6-3-2-0-8. Uh, finished his freshman season with the 2-10 and 10 zips. So Akron had a bad year. Uh, but he played in seven games, completed 69% of his passes, over 1,200 yards and 10 TDs. That's pretty good stats considering he wasn't even the starter. Um, so they've got a couple of guys that they're connected to. He's from Johns Creek High School in Georgia uh, and would have three years of eligibility at Nebraska. 
And these names, of course, Purdy's brother is, is the Iowa State uh, quarterback. So, I mean, you know, at least he's got a good yeah. brother. But, I mean, these quarterbacks um, don't necessarily awe you as though they're no. coming in and starting. So, um, it might be a, a case, you know, a lot of rumors as the, as they will happen of, yeah. of you know, Oklahoma quarterbacks visiting town or Quinn Ewers being interested. Yeah. Um, it's more likely that they'll wind up with somebody like, you know, one of those names and and bring in as competition more so than just kind of taking over the starting job. I I, I think that's probably what it's looking like at this point, yeah. just based on the guys they're after. I'll be honest. I don't know what to make of the hire of Mark Whipple. Uh, offensive coordinator, they throw, you know, over 50% of the time at Pitt. They had Kenny Pickett for, you know, good reason that they would throw. They averaged 43 points a game. That's good. Yeah. I like that. In the ACC, uh, we'll see what he could do at Nebraska. But this is a guy that's never had an offense uh, rush for more than about 200 a game. No, not even close, really. Not generally yeah. <laughs> having that many uh, yards per game. Well, and, and you know, 200 is very good, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it does concern you uh, that Nebraska is just going to wing it 30, 40 times a game. And that's how they're going to get back on the national stage. Is that the recipe to win in the Big Ten? It hasn't been. I mean, Ohio State has done it. Um, but there's not a lot of other teams. Purdue has done it. There's not a ton of teams that you can point to in this league that have had great success winging it 30, 40 times a game. Well, no. Uh, It didn't work out for Mike Riley. No, and I don't think it generally will in the Big Ten. Um, But, I I mean, I think that he's – I mean, he's basically this year's Joe Brady, right? He was up for the Burroughs Award, but he turned Kenny Pickett, similar to uh, what we saw with Joe Burrow, and Kenny Pickett won't win the Heisman or the National Championship or anything like that, so it's kind of to a lesser degree. But still, if you had a comparison, that's what I'd make because Kenny Pickett was like – okay, he's just a fine quarterback throughout his career, never really going to make any waves or headlines outside of Pittsburgh or the local area, maybe ECC fans. And then this year he just burst out and had an excellent senior season and and that whole offense got rolling. So, you know, it's kind of interesting because Mark Whipple's been at it a long time. And you're in this was kind of his best season. So I guess strike while the iron's hot. But, you know, at, at other times, I mean, if you follow you know, roster movement or stuff in the NBA or Major League Baseball, sometimes it's good to trade guys that are kind of having a career year because, you know, they're not going to generally have that type of career year. So, you know, you want to get the best return for them. Um, But I I think as far as, like, big names, uh, I I think it's a solid name as far as a guy that's up for the Burroughs Award. Um, Jeff Levy, uh, Oklahoma just got the Ole Miss offensive coordinator. I mean, there's a few hot offensive coordinators this year um, that were up for the award. Uh, I think it's it's solid. I I just, you know, like you, there's a few things about it that aren't great. I don't think he traditionally cares – so much for the running game, um, yeah. or and then how does the the pro style history of his offenses blend in with what Nebraska wants to do moving forward? I I don't mm. think pro style is necessarily a bad idea. I just don't mm. know if they're going to fully lean into that mm. or not. This isn't your run the damn ball guy. Uh, it doesn't no. it seems like the opposite of that? Mark Whipple, sixty four, uh, who has been at Pitt for three years. They averaged forty three points a game this past year. Uh, 503 yards per game. They had a quarterback in Kitty Pickett who threw for f- over 4,300 yards, 42 TDs, and is going to be in New York. Uh, he won't win the Heisman, but he'll certainly be there in New York. But the thing is, Mark Whipple can't bring Kenny Pickett with him. Uh, they're going to have to find somebody else that plays that role at Nebraska. He has 11 years of head coaching experience uh, at UMass, 21 overall at three different schools. 
Uh, he was at UMass two different times from 98 to 2003, then 2014 to 2018. He won a uh, Division I AA national championship in 1998 at UMass. Um, he's a good mind. I mean, he coached Ben Roethlisberger from the Steelers. Uh, they won a yeah. Super Bowl uh, with Mark Whipple as the quarterback coach at Pittsburgh. So he's he's certainly got that. So he's the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. Uh, got that handled. I think he's a good offensive mind. I just don't know about what identity he provides. Are they going to tweak this thing to make it look a little bit like what Frost was doing? Because he told us that, that they're not going to stray too far from what they do. So are you going to incorporate the pro-style passing game with the option game? I mean, it doesn't make a ton of it doesn't make a ton of sense for me uh, when you say we're not changing a lot from what we've been doing. Did he just have an epiphany to say, oh, I guess we are? <laughs> I think they're just going to blend these ideas. Again, I don't think that they're going to lean uh, heavily on Whipple to fix the running yeah. game. He hasn't had a 1,000-yard rusher yeah. any three years at, at Pittsburgh. They haven't run for over four yards per carry until this year where they averaged 4.1, yeah. and they had Jordan Addison as the you know the Blitnikoff yeah. Award type of wide receiver yeah. and Kenny Pickett. So you, know, you would think that they'd be able to even get that going a little bit more. But I, I think the idea is – and, you know, you, <laughs> this yeah. is where the titles start to kind of bother me, yeah. right? They already have a passing game coordinator, but I think that he's kind of there for the passing game and to develop that and, and you know, obviously the play calling and all that. Um, and that Frost, hopefully, you know, I, I like yeah. him as a CEO, but with his record of kind of having a, a running quarterback or a mobile quarterback um, can get them get their running game going. Um, it's just interesting, though, too, altogether. I mean, this guy has – has had a career year at Pitt, yeah. basically. Um, so you wonder how much more Nebraska is going to have to pay him than Pitt did because yeah. he's kind of leaving. I know Kenny Pickett's going to be gone and all that, um, but you're kind of leaving a, a situation where you, you've earned a lot of respect for a one-year trial run at Nebraska that that either could, that either isn't necessarily set up for you yeah. to, to blow it out of the water and average 40 again. So I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. kind of a dangerous career move in, in his own right, even though he's older. I mean, yeah. and he's well-respected no yeah. matter what he does. But he'll get his money. Yeah. Regardless, he'll get his I money. Think he's gonna, I think that Nebraska's going to have to pay him a pretty good chunk no. for this experiment, considering what he's, you know, where he's coming from. He, he made $476,000 as the offensive coordinator at Pittsburgh. He'll get a substantial raise, probably was, in the neighborhood of seven to 800000 He was due for a raise at Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. was kind of the year his, his offense broke out, so it was going to happen one or the other. It, I'm actually anxious. I haven't been very anxious for a Scott Frost press conference for a while, uh, but there's a lot of questions to be answered with these new hires, and I really want to know how far is he strained from what he was doing? Uh, does he really trust this guy, uh, Mr. Whipple, uh, to do <laughs> to do the job and to leave him alone and become a CEO? Um, so I can't wait for that press conference because I, I don't know where they're going. I still don't know where they're going. I have no idea. Um, let's get to break. I know where we're going. Wingman time, 464-5685. Call the Honda of Lincoln hotline to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Today, it's uh, Slogan Wednesday. We used to do What's the Hook Wednesday on Wednesdays, uh, but I thought this was kind of fun. Uh, we'll give you the tagline for the commercial. We'll play the commercial up until the product, and you tell us what the product is. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll do that next. 464-5685. Wingman is next. Download our app by searching 93.7 a ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. This is Tom and Bach. 